you're listening to the Mental Detox Podcast, and I am your host, Leslie Flores. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of this podcast. I'm so excited to dig in with you, and I cannot wait to bring you along with me on this journey. And just to get started, I want to share a couple of things with you about me. So the first 12 years of my life, I was raised in Mexico. So Spanish is my first language. And when I was learning English, you know, I picked up a very unique accent along the way. And so a lot of the things that I say, some words I can't really pronounce. And this used to make me feel so uncomfortable in the past. And now I have learned to embrace it, make it my thing, and actually just not be ashamed of it. And I put it out here because I know that I'm going to be so self-conscious along the way and thinking if I'm saying this right, am I pronouncing it the right way? And so if I put it out here and I uncover it and I bring it to light, it's going to have less power over me. So I'm putting it out there. I'm letting you know. So. Anytime that you're like, what? what is she saying? What did she just say? <laughs> That's probably because my Spanish accent is kicking in. And so you might get a kick of it and that's okay. And then the second thing, I am a psychotherapist and I'm very passionate about psychology, learning about how the brain works, learning how our thoughts, our emotions, and our behavior is all connected understanding how our core beliefs were formed, how we can change those core beliefs to help us present and show up, you know, in a a desired way, the way that we want to live life, and how I can use those tools to help people to get rid of that pain and to really live life to the fullest, to live life the way they want to live life. All of this is something that I'm very passionate about and being able to put this out there for the public to have a grasp of and really be able to apply the tools really assures me that this is what I was created to do. So it's a very important part of me and you'll find that all of the episodes have a little bit of, you know, psychology with you know, um, spiritual life and just like learning from life experiences. And it's a mix of everything, but it's really intended to help us become the best version of ourselves, become that person that we were created to be. And all along our life, you know, um, from the day that we are born until today, we go through these experiences, we are exposed to these challenges that really impact the way that we view the world. Sometimes we don't know that and we think that we are broken, that we are just messed up people and that the things that we do, the things that we don't like about ourselves are not fixable. When in reality, There is hope and we can learn to manage our mind and we can learn to replace some of those beliefs that make us see the world from our hurt, from our pain, from our disappointment. 
And that is my purpose, to help you be able to manage how you think, to be able to manage your emotions so that you can have the behavior, the the outcome that you want in life. And the other thing about me is that I love Jesus. When I started planning this podcast, I had a lot of doubts and I went back and forth questioning whether I wanted to make my faith, my spiritual life a part of this podcast. And I was thinking, you know, like not everyone's going to be interested in hearing about these Bible stories or hearing about my walk with Christ or not everyone is faith driven. Not everyone wants to hear about Christianity. And I had to stop. I had to stop and really think about what was my why? What is my why? What is the reason why I'm doing this? And at the end of the day, Jesus is my why. His calling over my life is the purpose why I'm doing this. And to hide that part of my life is to deny that I owe my life to him and that I want to live a life that fully reflects that his love (laughs) rules my life. And I understand if this is not the content that you might be looking for, but this is just a disclaimer. I love Jesus. Jesus is the center of my life. He is my motor. He is my everything. And I owe it to him to to show up as the real me. And this is the real me. So I hope that all of these experiences that we're going to be talking about throughout these episodes, that you can have that that feeding, that nurturing that you need to continue to press through in whatever you're going through right now. Now, when I discovered how neurology, psychology, cognitive behavior therapy, and how the tools that we learn through these uh, different models, how these can rewire our brain. And then when I went back to the Bible and noticed that some of these theories were already being applied in some of the Bible stories, I was really mesmerized because we never really pay attention to some of the things that are mentioned in the Bible stories, some of the teachings, and we overlook how these people back in the day were already applying these tools to better manage their life. And it's so like mind blowing uh, when you come to these, like you come up to these stories and you see that what they were doing is what we're trying to do now, you know, applying these like psychology tools and rewiring their brain to actually live the life that they were created to be. And that is just fascinating. And I cannot hold back from coming out here to share these findings with you. And I hope that you find them helpful. And now, this is the first episode. Here we are. This is my dream coming to light. And it's so interesting how this was propelled into being a reality. And I can think back a couple of years, probably 2014 is when I felt that I had this calling. 
I think, I think it was 2014, something around, yeah, somewhere around that line. And I remember driving home one day and I was going through something really tough and thinking, I, I need to heal. Like I want healing for my life. And I feel the calling to help people heal from the emotional pain that they carry with them. And I just remember thinking that and feeling this need to pursue a dream in like the healing world, but I didn't know how, I didn't know where, you know, what do I do? Like, I don't know. I don't know how to do anything. Like back then I still, I hadn't even started grad school. So I hadn't even come to like the psychology world, you know, where I knew I could help people through psychotherapy. So 2014, I'm sitting there in my car and I know that I have a calling. I know that I have to apply my gifts and, you know, the things that I have, my skills, that I have to apply them somehow to help people heal. But I ha- I didn't know where to start. I lacked life experience. I lacked professional experience. And I definitely needed a lot of crafting, crafting before I could step out into the world and try to help people. At that moment, I was married and unfortunately, it was an unhappy marriage and sitting there thinking, my goodness, I don't want to keep living like this anymore. I want to help people. I need to heal before I can help people. So it was this crossroads and I didn't really know where to go or how to move forward from there. And I was stuck in that place for, I think, about two years. Because in 2016, finally, after going through the motions for those two years, and just living miserably, showing up to life, you know, and the worst version of myself, because my situation with my husband at the time was just very toxic. And I knew that I wanted to heal. I wanted to live a better, happier life. And I didn't know where to start. So I remember praying about that situation one day. And I remember praying that God would shake up my life because I could not stand what was happening anymore. I was living in so much pain that I could not find a way out on my own. I didn't know what to do. I was so confused and broken and just immature. And I needed that kick to really jumpstart that transformation. And in June 2016, it was, I think, middle of June, um, my husband at the time left and never came back. That was the end of it. That was the end of our relationship. That was the beginning of a very painful divorce process. And I remember thinking, like, geez, you know, 
I asked for you to shake up my life, but not like this, you know, like you really took it to the extremes. And it was a very dark and confusing time. I remember feeling so afraid of getting stuck, being stuck in that phase of my life. I remember texting one of my one of my friends, one of my sisters in Christ, and I told her, I said, you know, I'm really afraid. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be stuck. Because I had heard so many people always refer to their divorce process as that one thing that they were never able to overcome. And I think more than ending the relationship, I was more afraid that I would be one of those people that could never overcome that dark period. And I was so afraid of being stuck, of just staying there and not being able to move forward and to make something beautiful out of that mess. Thankfully, there were people that showed up, people that God brought into my life during that period of time, and they helped to carry me through those moments. They were cheering for me, reassuring me that God's presence was still with me, that even though it was hurting, it was still a beautiful process. And there was still something coming out at the end of it. And I just needed to go through that crafting, through that, through those dark moments in order to get closer to the light and to get closer to that life that I had been lacking for so many years now. So when I go through that dark season, the probably one of the hardest seasons and probably one of the hardest things that I had to overcome. And I will go into that in a different episode, but it it had a lot to do with my the core beliefs that I had about myself and about, you know, what are people gonna think about me? But that's that's a different story. So I'm going through this dark moment, through this interruption. So I ask, you know, shake up my life a little because I'm so sick of going through the motions and so sick of living in pain. Like, I don't know what to do. I am so helpless. And here comes the biggest interruption of my life. I started the divorce process. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how I even made that decision because it was so dark and confusing. And I don't know how I was able to get there. And all I remember thinking is I might not make it out and I might stay here stuck. So those interruptions, those interruptions that we see as the biggest, most painful moments of our life, those things that, or those situations that we swear we're not going to make it through, that we are so sure that we're going to be stuck there, that we don't have the resources, we don't have the strength, we don't know how we're going to get through. Those interruptions that, to us, it's tragic, it's lost, it's pain, 
But in that divine world, in God's world, in that spiritual world, it's an interruption that an interruption that will bring healing with itself. And I needed to learn to manage my emotions. I needed to learn how to think, how to make rational decisions. I needed to learn how to be resilient. And I needed to be in tune with my mental health before I could even step out and try to help somebody else with their mental health. So more than a dark season, it was a learning season for me. It was a crafting season because that's when a lot of my growth took place. And that's when my eyes were really open to these mental health, you know, matters and these tools that I could apply to help me navigate the situation, to help me align my soul, my spirit with God's spirit. And it's so interesting how those interruptions come into our life. And at the moment, they seem like the biggest, most tragic interruptions. But in reality, they're divine interruptions that bring healing, that bring purpose, and that align our life with the purpose that God has set for us to live in. And there's a very particular story that I can identify with in the Bible. And we find it in Judges 6, verse 11. And this is Gideon's life. And if you haven't really read about Gideon, um, yeah, Gideon's journey, it's so interesting to see how God takes or chooses this man that has a lot of anxious and fearful tendencies. And God tells him like, no, you are strong and you are brave. And God uses him in the midst of all of Gideon's doubt. And, you know, despite his fear and his anxiety, God is still able to do something big through him. But before he did that, he was able to do something in him and then did something through him. And thinking about how life's interruptions, you know, they just show up and they break us and they really force us to look at ourselves and to really evaluate where our hope is coming from and what we're looking for, you know, in, in the future. So when Gideon finds himself in that big life interruption, it's very interesting the calling that God gives him in that moment. And so this is Judges 6, verse 11. And it says, The angel of the Lord came, and he sat under the oak that was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash. His son, Gideon, was threshing wheat in the wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites. Then 
the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, The Lord is with you, valiant warrior. And so if we look a little bit closer to why he was threshing that wheat to hide it, you know, at this time, seven years had gone by and the the Israelites were living under the oppression of the Midianites because they had been worshiping other gods that God kind of said, you know, if you guys are, if you guys choose to worship other gods, then I'm going to have to step, you know, step back a little bit. And so seven years had passed since God had pulled back his presence from them. And he is here, Gideon is here doing his daily routine. You know, he probably got up that morning, didn't think anything special was going to happen. He was just going about his day. These are the errands I'm going to I'm going to do today. I'm going to go get that weed, thresh it, you know, hide it, make sure that we have the food, you know, for when the Midianites come and want to take our food, make sure that we have some reserves. And so he was going about his day like any other day. Did not even think, you know, that a big interruption was about to come into his life. So he's there doing his thing, you know, doing whatever he was doing. And then this angel comes to him. He just appears and the biggest interruption of his life, just in the middle, in the middle of his routine, there's this angel that tells him and the first word or the first words that come out of him are the Lord is with you. So I find it so interesting that God shows up. He interrupts our lives. These interruptions that sometimes we don't understand. But before before anything else, he reassure reassures us. I am with you. I am here. You're not doing this alone. I have got you. I've got your back. I'm here. So what have you gone through? What is your interruption? What is happening? How has your life been interrupted? You know, 2020 has been a big year. So I can only imagine that you've had a couple of interruptions throughout the past couple of months. So Maybe, you know, some interruptions come because we make terrible decisions sometimes. Some interruptions come because, you know, we are collateral damage to other people's decisions. Some interruptions come because they just happen. You know, it's life and life is full of surprises. So what interruptions have overtaken your life? Where are you standing right now? What's happening You know, are you so desperate because, man, unemployment was cut back again and, you know, you're not really finding that job that you've been wanting and it's hard because everyone out there seems to be on a similar boat as you and there's not a lot of hope where, you know, where do we go from here or what are you going to do because now your kids have to stay home and 
do their social or not social, their distance learning. But you've got to go to work and you don't really have time to sit there and watch them while they do their work. There's so many things that are happening right now. So many interruptions that have probably come into our life, not because we brought them in. But somehow, in God's mercy, he allowed these interruptions to come in. He allowed that situation, that circumstance to come in and interrupt your life. We might not understand for now, but with every interruption that he allows to come into our life, the first thing he does, like he did with Gideon, he assures us, I am with you. The Lord is with you. And then he says, you valiant warrior. It's the same thing he's telling us today. I am with you and you are strong and you can do this. So what is it? What has shaken up your life? What are you still trying to comprehend What is going on that's keeping you up at night? What's that interruption that has just been so big and overwhelming? And you know, sometimes we feel inclined to question if God is really there because look at everything that's happening. And we question if he's really actually taking care, you know, of us or if he's actually really aware that we're underneath him and that we're here and that we're calling out for help. So whatever interruption that might have come into your life, I believe, I wholeheartedly believe that this is a divine pause. A pause your life needed to shift focus toward a project or your self-development or your relationship. Something needed your attention. What is it? What's been waiting for you to get your attention? So get in touch. Get in touch with that part of your life that has been lacking your attention, that's been needing you to pay to to focus on you know maybe you haven't really been in touch with people or you've just been you know so stressed and carrying you know all these burdens and you haven't really had time to complete those projects to to get in tune with your your thoughts with your emotions to align your soul with God's spirit. So what is it? What, how can we make this interruption a pause with purpose? How can you shift all that energy that we've spent on blaming this, you know, pandemic on really just complaining that everything is so bad and, you know, we have to wear face masks and we can't really go out. We have to social distance. 
And we've been spending a lot of time focusing and complaining on the things that are really out of our control and ignoring or avoiding those parts of our life that are seeking, that are needing our attention. So whether 2020 leaves you with tragic losses or treasure findings, that is up to you. The decision to step up to the challenge and find that silver lining is completely up to you. Because God can take any setback and turn it into a setup. A setup that's going to help you. Just a setup that's going to bless your life. So in 2016, when I curled up in my bed thinking that I have to live with these labels of being a 20-something you know, divorced girl, I have no idea that God would allow that major transition, that major interruption to craft me, to prepare me and to propel me to live my dream, to walk in my purpose, to to live out the calling that he has set out for my life. And all of the confusion, all of the pain, All that uncertainty that I felt through those difficult and dark moments is really what motivated me to seek that growth, to choose growth over being stuck. And today, that's that moment for you. What is your interruption? What has happened? What has God allowed into your life that you can now look back and choose growth. What is it? Nobody's going to come tell you what it is. You have to name it. You have to see it. You have to name it. What is the interruption? And what can you take out of it and turn it into growth? Remember, God does not allow any interruption into your life without first assuring you that he is with you, that he will be with you through every single moment, through every dark moment, through whatever it is that you're going through, his presence is with you. So now it's up to you. Find that growth. Where can you look to? What can you do to find that growth and make it happen? So I leave you with this and ask yourself, what will I learn? How will I grow from this interruption? I hope that this has been a blessing to you. And I really, really hope that you will come back for more episodes. I am so excited to continue to share with you and just be... (sighs) Um, buddies in this journey, you know, this is the beginning. And I really, really look forward to many more episodes with you. If you have enjoyed this episode, please, 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 please leave me a review, subscribe, and give me a tag on my social media, either Instagram or Facebook. I really 
hope that we can get this podcast to as many people as we can. I know that God has a purpose and a calling for it. And I hope that we can just work together to spread, you know, his, his word, to spread his hope and to just build a community, a community that will uplift and support one another. I hope that you've enjoyed. Thank you so much for tuning in and until next time. Thank you for stopping by today. Please leave a review and head over to www.leslieflores.com to learn more about the Uniquely Confident School, an online community of faith-driven women determined to manage their mind and live confidently.